So good for you, for real, for fun, for everyone. You're listening to Out Loud Orlando, the homo happy hour, the most unique radio show and podcast heard of its kind. When you ask, every Tuesday, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and where you ask, at WPRK 91.5 FM, the best in basement radio. Well, basement. We have a lovely room full of people today, of lovely people. You heard him there. It's Tom the Elderberry. He is back. Oh, girl. Yeah. <laughs> how you doing? I'm all right, sister. Great. You hear her giggling there, too. She's back from long ago. It's Luna the Exotic. Hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome, lady. Yes, welcome. I've missed you guys. It's been a while. So you can also catch up on our past episodes at www.homohappyhour.com. This is episode number 102. I am your host, DJ Crazy JC John. And the name of this episode we've already determined. It is, (laughs) what's in your cavities? What is in your cavities? Speaking of which, my partner went to the dentist this morning for his teeth cleaning, not cavities. Well, I hope his oral is everything yes it really is everything it is it is so everybody i'm so glad we have luna back it's been a while i know it's so glad to be i'm glad to be back feels Mm -hmm. good locally there's so much going on can i jump in first yes you can today is the last day for national voter registration Mm-hmm. So if you don't know if you're registered, go to nationalvoterregistrationday.org. You can sign up and check, make sure that you're registered. And you can also register at registertovote.org, I believe it is. Uh, yeah. Yes. And because today is the last the day. last day. That you can register, and that's going to be a good thing. WPRK does different things. Now it gets out and helps to get the vote out, too. Yeah, so if you're on campus and you don't know, just check it out. Mm-hmm. Just look it up, and if not, then you can get yourself registered. Get yourself ready for November, honey. So this is uh, every other Tuesday. So this is the Tuesday that at Savoy tonight on 8 p.m., there is Gregory Metz and his little troupe of comedy. It's a comedy night at Savoy. Comedy Showcase. Yes. They do very well, very well. Very well. well. Get some free comedy. A little earlier than that, Darcel Stevens is hosting Bingo at Island Time at 7 p.m., which is downtown. Um, Brendan kind of is doing um, drag tactical uh, brewing, the drag bingo. Yep. Um, formerly Taffy, but Brendan is carrying that over, and that's at tactical brewing starting at 7. Yep, drag bingo is there. Um, of course, April Fresh is at Club Secrets in Kissimmee with, da- not Daphne Ferraro, Twyla Holiday, and they have guests tonight. One thing that I think is really cool is SeaWorld has their first drag queen now, and it's Tora Hyman. Yes, wow. that's a very exciting. That she is, she gets the best gigs. She was the first drag queen on Richard Branson's Virgin um, Voyages, the mm. boat that they have. They sent her to space. It, the, right, <laughs> not that. Oh, but part of the company they have is is a boat. Oh, so a boat. They have a boat, and it was right before COVID. She was out in like Italy and all Ooh. over the place, and she was the first drag queen that was on a boat, you know, as for, the, for entertainment. And now she's the first drag queen at a theme park. Yes. And then Wednesday we have Boots with Mr. Miss Adrian. Wednesday is Boots with Mr. Miss Adrian. And then this Friday we have a special concert featuring uh, both Pressure Kitten and Dance Don't Dance. At yes. the Iron Cow, which is at 20, 2438A on Robinson Street. It starts at, I think, 8 o'clock? It's right beside Sports Town Billiard. Oh, right. 
Yes. So that's going to happen. Between Bumby and Sports Sound, you can find it. With three different DJs, a night of electronic body music, because we love our Taylor. Yes, we love Taylor. And we also have, just in case you need it again, um, Crew Health. They have monkeypox vaccines available again. You can call to schedule your dose at 407 605-2252. It's kind of weird about monkeypox because um, I just read an article saying that it's starting to, you know, phase off, phase away. It's transitioning into but, different socioeconomic classes. Right. So, so if you want to get your monkeypox vaccine, you still can. And that's crew health. You can also just get a hold of the Department of Health. Um, because they are who are who's issuing all of the different ones. And also Seminole County Department of Health is doing it as well now, as of last Friday. Oh, they are? Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, good. So if you're in Seminole County, you can look at Seminole County Department of Health. And finally, Come Out With Pride is on 10-15. I know, that's coming up fast. And if you feel the urge to volunteer, they're still looking for people to fill in some shifts. And that's comeoutwithpride.org forward slash volunteer. Is it spelled out, come out with pride, or is yeah. it C-W-C-O-W-P? It's spelled out. Okay. So you heard that. you have any local thing to add, Luna? Oh, I don't. <laughs> I have one last one. What's that? The Doug Bowser Comedic oh. Actors Memorial Fund was established this past week at, was it Renaissance Theater? No, at the they Orlando at, Rep. Yeah, there are Orlando Rep was when they had it. So that's going to be an ongoing um, gift. From yes. Fringe to whoever wins best actor or comedic actor at the Fringe. Yep. And if you feel you would like to donate to this fund, that's at fundraise.givesmart.com. And just search the Doug Bowser, B-O-W-S-E-R, Comedic <laughs> Actors Memorial Fund. Yeah, that's something a lot of people don't realize is that he's, he's changed the spelling of his last name so that way his family couldn't, see, you know, they didn't have anything to do with his post and stuff like that and that's totally understandable yeah it very is. understandable and that's the first time i heard of it to be honest with you i've seen his last name spelled both ways right and i never knew which one was the actual one well <laughs> <laughs> leave it since to the doug. 80s it was bowser yeah leave it leave it to doug to come up with this really odd spelling it's <laughs> like it seemed very Middle Eastern. It did. I was like, where is this spelling coming from? And then there's Taffy. Yeah, there, there's Taffy. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get into our two things that we have taken from the past week. Well, you already hit my first one. What's that? That monkeypox, the second vaccine, is way better than the first one. <laughs> and I am so thankful because I have a lot of people that were like, let me know how it goes. And I'm like, it's actually not bad. Right. Is it itchy? Not really. No, I see, I didn't get that itchy. I didn't get any arm. chills. I didn't get any fever. I, it was really easy. I yeah. felt a little tired, but That's nothing like the first time. I had a little tired, but not much. And then my second thing is for everybody. Make sure you have a good grip on your phone. And if you don't, make sure it's in a waterproof case. Because when they hit the drink, it's over with. Or have rice ready. You, where you can take it and you put it in a bowl of rice and it's supposed to help stop up all the moisture. Not when it falls in the turlet, sister. <laughs> I don't know if that really works because I've it tried does. it before. It and does. I know. They said to keep it in. I've, I remember keeping it in for 24 hours submerged in the, in the rice. It, I guess it. I either put it too late. I'm not sure. If right. you save the little silica packs that you get from drugs, you can mm -hmm. actually use those and put them in a Ziploc bag, and it'll draw the moisture out. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, those do. Those are really good for it. With my medicine, with my green medicine, they have little Bovita packs. They're called, and they're just little humidity packs. Is that, that you for can your bones? In. No, it's for your weed. Oh. <laughs> it's, for your go. it's for your green medicine i got to go <laughs> but it keeps it fresh and and if it's too moist it takes away the moisture and if it's too if it's not moist enough it it, it just regulates that nice so luna do you have two things local unfortunately not but it was wonderful listening to you <laughs> <laughs> I have two things. What are they? My first one is diversity is beautiful. 
it I is. had I had a gig um, at this past Thursday and Friday, a two-day event, and the amount of people there was very diverse, from trans men to trans women to non-binary to cisgendered women to cis men to us. Um, it was just it was just so neat, and everybody there uh, for the Contigo Fund. And it was a, a symposium, so it was really nice. Different people on different podiums, you know, it was like a convention, really. Um, it was just really, really, really neat. And just looking around in the diversity, I mean, all kinds of people you had there of all types. And the second one is getting up early is tiring. Girl. I'm telling you what, I'm not made for 6.30 in the morning. I had to get up early to get ready for those gigs, Thursday and Friday. Then I had Saturday and Sunday I got to sleep in. And then yesterday morning I had to get up at 5 to take a friend to get a colonoscopy, speaking of your cavities. And um, and then um, this morning I had to be up early because I had that smoke study. I had to get ready for that and get everything <laughs> I'm doing that on Thursday. We're doing a colonoscopy with a friend. Yeah. I think it's sort of nice that we have each other to lean on for that. Yes. Yes. Because once somebody's been through, it's like, oh, I'll take you. Exactly. The Just prep, karma. The prep is the worst. The, that's all it is. The prep is the worst for it. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever had a colonoscopy? No. And I'm deathly afraid of it. Oh, no. I, oh, I, I, they are so easy. No. It's the best 20 minutes sleep you'll ever get. <laughs> right. Ever. And then it they wake you up. scares me. Nah. And then they wake you up. <laughs> <laughs> it's, no, it's not scary. The worst part of it is the preparation. That's the worst part of it. You're asleep for it. You have no idea what's going on. And next thing you know, they wake you up. Okay. And you feel like it's been five hours. Yeah. <laughs> it's been 25 minutes. It's, yeah, it's only been like 25 minutes. It's I, very disorienting. He went in, he went in, I was, well, because I had it on the board, and I looked up and I was watching, and it was like 20 minutes later, it just comes right out, and he was in, um, in post-op then. But once you've been doing it for a while, you get the little tricks of the trade that make it go a lot yes. easier. Yes. Because some of the stuff they tell you to do, I'm like, ah, oh, don't do that. No. 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 It just prolongs the experience. Yes. <laughs> it's yes. not like the Jimi Hendrix experience. So getting up early, it was very tiring. Even though he was done by noon, before noon, and we were back home, and then I went to sleep. But then when I sleep, I can't take a nap. I'm not a nap person. If I take a nap, it messes up my sleep at night. Absolutely. That happens to me, too. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know if there's any such thing with quick naps with me, because once I fall asleep, I'll stay there for hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how <laughs> I Because am. that's how I'm used to sleeping. When I go to sleep, that's it. Mm -hmm. yeah. CN6. I, am, yeah. I admire people that can actually sleep and, and say, I'm going to take a 20-minute nap and do exactly that. Yes. I and don't, feel I don't get that. Yeah. But then they're that. like, I was up until 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I don't want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't take that nap, sis. Right. <laughs> so we have all kind of different, uh, all kind of subjects today, a whole bunch of them. But I'm anxious. First, uh, first <laughs> as long as it's not anxiety anxious. No. I'm looking forward to it so first let's talk about you really don't find gay people in professional wrestling um and if you do they're just not out about it and they they have many gay people that they they say is gay you know or are gay um in the ring and that's just their character um, I believe in WWE there is a gay person, but this guy, he's a North, a New, a North Jersey wrestler, Anthony Bowen, and he is in AEW, which is All Elite Wrestling, and he wants to make LGBTQ history as being the first openly gay AEW in open AEW history, being the first openly gay wrestler to win a championship. That's awesome. Which he's going for a tag team championship. It's going to live it'll be live this week on AEW at 8 p.m. Now, that's where you tag in and out? Yes. <laughs> yes, tag team, you have to tag in and out. 
Okay. And it. It, it airs this Wednesday tomorrow at TBS at 8, 8, at 8 p.m. And it's a Grand Slam bout. It's a rematch between the acclaimed and current tag team champions, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland of Swerve and Our Glory. And they go against Anthony Bowens and his tag team partner. They don't have a fancy name. Oh. Max Caster is his tag team partner. But they don't have a fancy name. But he's he's just hoping. He says, if Max and I get the job done, I have the opportunity at becoming the first gay AEW champion, which would mean a lot to me. It would mean a lot to other LGBTQ athletes, the entire community in general. It's a responsibility that I feel is super important, and hopefully we can get the job done. Yes, Anthony, we hope you can get the job done, too. We're here for it. Um, in AEW, they are inclusive of LGBTQ talent. They have Jersey City native Sonny Kiss, who is gender fluid. They have former women's world champion Nyla Rose, who we've talked about before, who's transgender. Um, and he said that when he got there as an extra before he had a contract, he saw Sonny Kiss and Nyla Rose walking around feeling openly. And so he's the first openly gay He'll be the That's first openly awesome. gay AEW championship. Yeah, he said that he struggled with it at first, and it was a lot of fear, just like everybody. But isn't that cool? You, there has to be somebody to open the door. I don't see why there's not more gay people in wrestling. I think that there are. They're just not out. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's a bunch of men rolling around grappling each other. And women, too. <laughs> Word. So, yep. I mean, it's, to me, it's the gayest sport there is. <laughs> I grew up with Ric Flair and... Yes, woo! Who was the... Uh, Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes, Ric Flair. All um, the ones from the late 70s just screamed our community. Yeah, And they weren't. Ric Flair actually has a cannabis line now. I just remember him He's in those big blonde. old pink tights. Yes, and woo! And the shock of blonde hair, extra uh -huh. blonde hair. Extra blonde hair, platinum blonde hair. Yes, he did. So to move on to our next subject, let's talk about bros just for a moment. It's opening in theaters this week, I believe. Uh, next Thursday, next, the 29th. Next Thursday. The basic premise is that Bobby Eichner, he's frustrated as he hits middle age and can't find love. He goes to gay night spots. It ends in disappointments. He can't catch a break. So he, his self-image can't match the hot gym-tuned men that seem to get all the action. His day job accentuates his gayness as he's trying to open the first LGBTQ National History Museum. But he has to deal with a board of personal connections to all those letters who can't seem to agree on much. But one night he's at a, at a gay dance club and he sees across a crowded room, he sees a guy whose name is Aaron. Aaron, his friend, uh, his friend, well, um, I'm sorry, Eichner's, Bobby Eichner's friend, he says that Aaron is boring. But as it turns out, Aaron doesn't want to hook up. He's, he's a uh, relationship phobic. He doesn't want a relationship. So as it turns out, you know, the two of them, it's a romantic comedy and with, with comedy, of course, with, um, they end up falling in love and so be it. But it's a I nice watched little the trailer over the weekend. It's yes. really funny. <coughs> yeah, the trailer's oh, really good. The trailer's really good. And this is the first LGBTQ um, it, they have all the cast is LGBTQ. It's the first, even if they're playing straight people, and it's the first LGBTQ <clears throat> rom com that's been released by a major studio. Well, yeah, I I quibble with that. Really? Yeah, because there was Fire Island and all the other ones. Just because, but they weren't major studios. Okay, they were more. I'll in, give you that. They were more independent, and they weren't a major studio. That would be why. That's why. But I look forward to seeing it. I think we should see it as a group and then come up, come to the show. I'm in. I'm in. I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be really fun. The next news that we have is about RuPaul. <gasps> mm -hmm. Oh. RuPaul graces the Cheez-It box in celebration of reality TV. So I guess Cheez-Its is doing this little thing where they have reality TV 
the Cheez-Its themselves are not shaped like Rue. Oh, see, that's what I was going to ask. I know. They should have been shaped like their, you know, have Or her, a heel. Yeah, or heel. That would have been cute. Something drag. But no, it's just the regular square ones with a picture of RuPaul on the box. And, you know, it's just like Wheaties or anything Can like I just that. go home and cut out a picture of RuPaul and slap it on there? And put it on a regular Cheez-Its, <laughs> right? These right. are limited edition, though. But these, yeah, these are li- limited Cheddition, is what they're calling it. <laughs> 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 limited Cheddition. And so another, they're going to have another one on there. It's not just RuPaul. Because it's reality TV. So guess who the other one is? I already know. Oh, you know? Guess who it is? Snooki? Yes, Snooki. Uh, is she going to have a bottle in her hand? No, she's going <laughs> to have the poof. She'll probably have the big poof. It'll Little Camaro old, hair? Old Snooki. Well, she had that big poof in her head, her bomb pit. Yeah, Nicole Polizzi, Snooki from Jersey Shore, is going to be the other one on it. And they said, that, uh, basically, the Cheez-It Company, which is... Kellogg said that RuPaul and, P- and Snooki made their unmissable mark in reality TV space with their often absurd, sometimes salty, always satisfying personas on camera. So because of that, that's why they picked them. And if you cannot get enough of Cheez-Its and this story, you can order them now for yes. pre-sale at CheeseItHQ.com. Yes. The site will release a limited amount for pre-sale through next week while supplies last. Operators are standing by. (laughs) So in the meantime, you know Twitter and you know social media. They're not going to be nice about it. RuPaul fans celebrated and poked fun at the marketing campaign. Someone's like, what timeline did I jump to with RuPaul's Cheez-Its? I love that one. With the eye in the middle. (laughs) Uh, Chromatica Oreos walk so RuPaul Cheez-Its could run. (laughs) (laughs) Chromatica Cheez-Its? Oh, no. What's wrong, babe? You barely touched your limited tradition RuPaul Cheez-Its. That's a funny picture. (laughs) Cheez-Its Super Queen? (laughs) That's the one I like the best. Cheez-Its better work. Cheez-Its better work. No, it's just so funny that all the people that come through. But I'm, I look forward to it. You know, how's we, my mental state? I just spent twelve dollars on RuPaul Cheez-Its. On RuPaul Cheez-Its. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh. I think. So, are y'all gonna get any for eight dollars a box? No, no, not at all. I'm, I'm gonna take gonna a picture it. and hold it up to it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just gonna get a regular Cheez-Its box. I'm not gonna go looking for it. Yeah, I'm good. Not specifically. Also, speaking of drag, and I love this. Um, so, um, Ginger Minj, Monet Exchange, Juju B, and other drag people, Landon Sider from Dragula, Lady Bunny, Manila Lazan, Monique Hart, or Mo Hart, where she goes by now, they are all going to be part of this drag extravaganza. A drag extravaganza? It's called Hulu's Huluween Drag Extravaganza. This is going to be fun. I I can't wait to see it. Jackie B is supposed to be on there. Celine Luna, and I love her. They're they're pulling all sorts of people into this. Mario Diaz, yeah. Because Lady Bunny was around when Jesus was still here. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And she's she's still here, and she's going to do it. She's going to be on it. So it's, it's of course, streaming. Plot points revolve around Ginger and Monet becoming trapped inside a television set. And that's a nod to Poltergeist. And their only hope of escape is to put on a Halloween show with the cast. In the TV. In the TV. Exactly. Inside the TV. It's only going to be on Hulu on October 1st. The cast will debut five original musical numbers that will later be released as an EP via Hollywood Records. They will also act in sketch comedy sets with a special A-list musical guest and surprise cameos slated to drop throughout the project. That'll be fun. Yes. I look very forward to seeing this. I get Hulu live TV, so... I'm on my Hulu without commercials, so I'm really, really excited about that. Yay. And that's when again? October, October the 1st? October 1st, yes. October Put that 1st. on the list. 
Oh, it's it, it's on my list for sure. On my list for sure. So you know gays. You know how we gays are. We like the looking at people. We like looking at bodies, physical. It's the physicality of stuff. But in Queer Tea, they went through and they asked gay guys to name a guys a most attractive non-physical attributes. One would think that would be a hard job. But it isn't. Some of the answers are like empathy. That's a good one. Returning messages. That's important. When he cooks. Ooh. Eye contact. Eye contact is the one of mine. Loyalty. Someone who's there for the good times and the bad. That one's definitely mine. That's a good one. Their sense of humor and ease of sharing it. Sometimes it feels like universal language, which is true. You know, sense of humor is really important. Manners, respect, table etiquette, and being a true gentleman is very sexy, someone said. So I guess eating like a caveman is not making the list. Right. <laughs> Some people find that sexy. I mean, that could be a manly, oh, that, oh, you eat so manly. You know, you, you don't have your pinky up whenever you're eating your fork. Eating your fork. Eating your fork. Eating from your fork. So someone else said when they have a super eclectic and expansive music taste and knowledge. Bingo. That, yeah, that's one. Shyness and kindness when they're passionate about their hobbies. So that makes me want, ask, want to ask y'all, what would you, what would be a guy's most attractive non-physical attribute to you, Tom? First sense of humor. Mm -hmm. Second would be weird musical references if they can follow that which goes with the music yeah and then third would be their the way they treat other people yeah yeah those are very good ones and what are yours luna my my top one would have to be um conversation i i like i like it when i'm just you know let, let's say there's times when i can get quiet but if somebody can actually start a conversation with me and keep it going I'm, I'm soon over. Mm -hmm. Mental stimulation. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Mine would be sense of humor, of course, because it's just so much fun to laugh with people. Yeah. And, you know, you can find somebody who is just, they could just be butt ugly, for instance. <laughs> but if they have a great sense of humor, they may not be conventionally good looking, let's put it that way. But if they have a great sense of humor and they're funny and laugh, that just makes them all the more adorable to me. I that, agree. Yeah, I agree too. Musical taste too. They have to be into music. And not mono. Right. Right. They yeah, have, that they have to that, but those are the good things that I think. I'm like, yeah, those are the things that I think are very attractive in people. So let's go ahead and hit some of these fun subjects that we've been oh. going to talk about. So, <laughs> which one is going to come up first? Oklahoma City. Picture it, Oklahoma Picture it. City. I-40. It was near Oklahoma City. A tractor trailer overturned, <gasps> spilling adult toys all over Mustang Road, oh. closing off the ramp for several hours. Oh, and these no. adult toys are from the company Adam and Eve. <laughs> oh. Video footage was shot by Oklahoma 4 TV and News 9. Hundreds of boxes are seen <laughs> strewn around the road. It was lubrication, and it was also adult toys on mustang road these were spilled yes there's a lot of stuff to clean up an anchor <laughs> an anchor for the station asked asked the the sky news chopper guy jim can you tell what he's carrying there <laughs> what's all over that road <laughs> and the camera zoomed in and said it's a mess for sure we're, We're zooming in. Not really. I can't tell. Maybe you can tell. No one on the station can seemingly tell. I can tell. <laughs> so, so, of course, leave it to the internet. 
to take a picture of a blurry picture mind you a blurry picture of an adam and eve product the silicone adult toy and then they compared it to what was spilled out on the road and that's exactly what it was exactly Thankfully, no one was seriously injured in the crash. <laughs> Ethel, pull over. We need to do our shopping. <laughs> the highway, uh, the Oklahoma City Highway Patrol did not immediately respond to a request for comment. Shocking. <laughs> what are they going to? Do? What are they going to comment? What are you going to say? There's nothing really to say. I did. You could just laugh at this. <laughs> I mean, it's all over the road. <laughs> I, I mean, I just wonder, like, the kids, someone drives by and their kids are sitting there, oh, mommy, I wonder look. if the boxes were buzzing. Look, mommy, it's one of those things like you have. Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That would be the best thing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> And to roll along with this also, okay, so the man, this it's a 27-year-old man in India, had to be hospitalized after he had a deodorant canister in, his, in him. So oh. doctors, doctors <laughs> shared oh. a graphic video of the emergency backdoor evacuation, noting the team was shocked to witness the patient's case. Now, what's not what's worse than that is this has happened uh, for twenty days. Child, no. For twenty days. I simply don't understand it. I mean, couldn't I know that, Glade worked for thirty. The doctors conducted several X-rays, which revealed the poor soul had a seven and a half inch deodorant can inexplicably lodged in his colon area. I now, goodness. looking at the x-ray, that extends pretty far. Yes. Like, up into your lung area. What's really sad about it is he could have really hurt himself. He should have been in Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> he should have been in Oklahoma, and then he wouldn't be doing this. But yeah, the pictures of the video. Seven years old. It's There's no way I could go not use the bathroom for 20 days and not be concerned and not exactly exactly i mean it's beyond my comprehension you have to go to the vacuum i mean what's really sad is the graphic 45 second video that they had the team of surgeons they opened how they had got it out with they opened his stomach and when they opened the stomach lining, there was a silver spray can, which they removed and held up to the camera like a bowling trophy. <laughs> but, but they had to go through his stomach to get it out of there. Oh. oh, my gosh. It still had the cap on it. Yeah, the whole thing. He's so lucky the cap didn't come off of there. Yeah. I mean, that would have been perforation, and that is some, that's some major stuff. But it stuff. would have smelled fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't. Powder, I had to. Powder fresh. Powder fresh. By Menon. So he did, he did sustain damage to both his esophagus and his intestines. Oh, no. So he's going to have to have surgery for that. And despite the surgical side effects, the man's family said that they were happy with the treatment provided by the hospitals. They said government hospitals usually delay the process, but they were very prompt. Yeah, they were prompt because your son wasn't. For 20 days. 20 days. That's over two weeks. That's two and a half weeks. I'm surprised he didn't have sepsis. I'm surprised, too. I mean, obviously, some stuff was moving around it. Right. But just the whole size of it couldn't go through the bend, the, the S-turns. Exactly. Exactly. It's crazy. That completely boggles my mind how anybody can have it for that long. Yeah. I mean, wasn't he in pain? Had to have been. It, it, there's... I eat cheese and I'm constipated and I get stomach aches like crazy. But remember, there's the Brazilian guy that put a dumbbell. Oh, uh, that's true. I mean, just wow. 
That, just wow. All these people should have been in Oklahoma City. I mean, then you get it for free. Exactly. <laughs> Oklahoma City, go to the truck, follow behind the Adam and Eve truck. <laughs> I don't think it was an Adam and Eve truck. I think it was just on a truck that rolled. <laughs> yeah, there was just regular truck that was sending, sending, sending them out to their local adult stores. Wow, that just makes my cavity hurt. Yes, it does. <laughs> Speaking of dental, so there is a movie we went. We talked about Bros already, but there's another movie that's called People's Joker, and it's a queer movie that's set in the Batman universe. But it's been pulled from the TIFF over rights issues, which I totally understand. It is a it is a parody. It is meant to be a parody um, movie. But Warner Brothers, who owns um, DC Comics and holds the right to the Batman universe, they haven't commented, but they did. They did uh, cease and desist, and so. Well, they played it once, and then it was not to be played again. Right, <clears throat> right, and they're supposedly trying to work it out now to hopefully that they can do. Um, and so the person Drew is his name, and. He, he was the producer, and he says, I don't respond well to bullying or pressure from faceless institutions. It only emboldens me and with what I was saying with this film. We're looking for buyers and distribution partners who will protect us and make this film accessible to trans people and their family everywhere. I think it sounds interesting. Yes, the film is a parody, and as present time, completely unauthorized by DC Comics, Warner Brothers, or anyone claiming ownership of the trademarks therein. For example, Joker, Batman, and Spedra read the title card. And they said, aside from licensed stock, all video and graphics featured in the film are original materials, often recreations of iconic comic book movie set pieces created by Vera Drew and a team of 100 dependent artists and filmmakers on three separate continents during the COVID-19 pandemic. And they say any copyright or trademark infringement was not done intentionally. But, but just like saying, I do not own the rights to this music, it just kind of doesn't, you can't just say, hey. <laughs> yeah, because it includes I don't under, I Catwoman don't and Poison Ivy and The Penguin and yep. uh, Joker, Joker the Harlequin. Yep, um, Harley Quinn, Harley, yes. Well, th this per person's name is Joker the Harlequin. Yes, yes, yes. I I actually want to see this movie now. I do too. I'm very curious. And Joker the Harlequin does look really cool. She has She has got green long hair. She's got the normal black makeup around her eyes, the red, but she wears this hat, a black hat with a purple feather in it. And, a, and she wears the purple and green. It's taking liberties with the story, but changing it in a more pointed way, which I think will be very interesting. I think of it like a lot of the fan flicks. Yeah. There, there are so many Batman fan flicks out there on YouTube, and they haven't gone after them. True. But it wasn't submitted to an international film festival. That's true, too. Yeah. But at least it's not dead in the water. They right. can still get distribution for it. Right. At least there was one showing, and the reviews from the showing were absolutely positive. They are trying to go by the fair use section 107 of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976 um, for relevant crit criticism, social commentary, or education. So that's where they're trying to go in under the Fair Use Act and try to get it in there. Well, since oh. the Joker and Batman have both like joined the conversation about toxic masculinity, mm -hmm. it's open. Yeah. Yeah. I hope she wins. So the film is, so do I. The film, which is being sold by UTA, was programmed as part of the uh, the fest's popular Midnight Madness series. The people, it's crew, uh, the people's Joker screened on Tuesday night to delighted fans. And now I really want to see it. The film drew positive buzz on social media after the screening. The Canadian press reported on Wednesday that in a post-screening Q&A, Drew said she had edited out scenes from the 2019 film Joker that were previously included. So she, they did take some stuff out of it to try to stay away from them being... It was at the Toronto Film Festival. 
Well, like we talked about when they did the um, Hamilton at the church. Yes, that they didn't have the rights to do so. So you kind of have to respect the intellectual property. Yeah, she could have changed some of the names, but I understand what she was going for in this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's hope it makes it. Any thoughts, Luna? I'm. I I saw a little bit of it or read about it, and it it's really interesting. Um, I bet you guys didn't even know that also um, Joker was known to be homosexual as well. Oh, really? Yes, it's in the um, in the Batman files, or yeah, he was. There was a lot of um, so it wouldn't be the first time that it gets you know presented. I mean, representation matters, right. you know, for all of us. Right. Um, but yeah, they look it up. Oh, yeah, Ro- Robin's bisexual. Will. Yeah, yeah. yeah. R- the new Robin is, or not the new Robin, but Robin is now bisexual. Tim Drake, he came out. Um, Superboy is bisexual, or Superman, uh, Jonathan Kent, Superman. He's bisexual. And DC Comics is really getting with the times. Yeah. I can't wait for that. And I'm here for it. So, just to get away from stuff like that, also. This is something I found really neat is there is housing development for LGBTQ seniors in Boston. And I just think that is the neatest thing. They've been doing this for a while out west. It's finally getting to the east coast. Finally, yes. Um, New England's first affordable housing development for LGBTQ plus seniors breaks ground in Boston, in Boston's Hyde Park. They go on a curb of, um, it's it's a income curb. Right. So, you know, you, it's income-based. If you make less than, I believe it's 30000 if you're single, 40000 if you're 50000 if you're in a couple, and you have to be 63 or older, then you can go and you can live in these complexes. It's a 74-unit complex that so this one will be. I think that's so neat. That's pretty awesome. Because, yeah. you know, people don't think, a lot of people just think about uh, the young ones that go out to the bar all the time, but people don't think about our older gay or lgbtq i want to say gay but lgbtq family that needs housing and especially in orlando with housing being as expensive as Mm -hmm. it is that's something that i think we could really use here i think they're building one now in wilton manors yeah um there's two that opened in san francisco one Mm -hmm. specifically for hiv people the other one being through sage yeah which is 63 or above yep yep I agree with you. It's very, it's an underserved population. It is. And I think it's something that we really need. Really need. Just add a little bit of security in there. Mm -hmm. Especially with everything that's coming up. Look at someone like Miss Vicky. She'd be able to, you know, live, although she has her own place now that she can afford. (laughs) But, But I'm just talking about when they up our rent at sky high where we can't afford it. You know, then that would be something great for her. Or even, even though she's not LGBTQ, she's an ally. She's close enough of an ally. But I just think that's something that really is needed. Taking better care of our elders. Yes, yes. And I know with HIV there are housing. You know, there's HOPWA, housing of people with AIDS that helps and stuff. But you have to go through a process to get into that. Um, to get help with that, you, it's a process, and you're thinking there's so there's so many people that are needing that, so you're pretty much um, yeah you're it's a toss up it's a, it's a very little chance because you have all these many people applying for help every single month, and they can only help so many people a handful. Yep. So we do. I think we need something like that in Orlando very much. So. So, we also have another story about a chess grandmaster. He's accused of using an adult toy to cheat, and he wins against the world's top player. What? Rumors are circulating that a 19-year-old chess grandmaster used an adult toy and artificial intelligence to defeat the world's current top chess player, Magnus Carlsen. This prodigy, his name is Hans Niemann. He rejected the accusation that he cheated 
in his win over Carlson at a tournament in St. Louis Chess Club. But before his loss, he boasted an impressive 53 games. Oh, before his loss to Neiman Carlson, he boasted a 53-game winning streak. Now, mind you, he's from San Francisco, so he might have had plenty of opportunity to practice. Right. Because he, just, just like the other adult toys that were all over, and just like the aerosol deodorant can, it went in the same place. But what happened is that there was this um, vibration that could be... That A could good be, vibration? It could be controlled from a transmitter. And somebody was holding the transmitter, and whenever he would see the moves, that's when he would use the vibration. He would buzz in his answer. Yeah, he would buzz in his answer, and then that would tell the 19-year-old what move to make. And he wasn't expected to win. No. So a lot of people were saying this was an anomaly. There's no way. So, of course, he had to have cheated. Yes. Yeah. And even even Elon Musk got in. He joked about the accusations, but he deleted his tweet. He says, talent hits a target no one else can hit. Gen- genius hits a target no one can see because of, <laughs> because of where it is. Good <laughs> night, Irene. Wow. Because of where it was hidden. <laughs> So that's just so funny. The amazing thing is, there's a part two to this story. What is, yes, keep going. What is that? So, yesterday, these two had a rematch. Oh, and did they like do a major frisk before they like had? I don't know if they wanted them or not. They went down to like a massive body search. But Monday was at the Julius Bear Generational Cup. Between Magnus Carlsen and 19-year-old Hans Niemann. Mm-hmm. Carlsen, who was number one, made the first move and then promptly resigned. Oh. Making Niemann have to do the same move and then resign. Okay. So they're talking about the, the history that they have from St. Louis. Uh-huh. And the guy's like, unless we strip fully naked to debunk the theory, I'm not playing. Uh, oh my goodness! <laughs> uh, that's a very—I have to say—it's a genius way of cheating. It is, but that, it's cheating in chess. Yeah, I know. Why do I? I could see doing that for like playing poker. Mm-hmm. You know, someone sitting back and telling you three buzzes means you've got a full house hey this person's got a full house right (laughs) so now all the casinos are going to have to be in on the the electronic ai that's up well you know all you have to do is just walk through and they have the x-ray things like they do at the airport (laughs) (laughs) where you walk through and it takes a total x-ray of you Inside? I think it would catch everything, whether it was external or internal. Yeah. But I think we're in a really bad place when you're playing games and you have to be x-rayed. Yes. <laughs> I yes. think we're really Especially in Especially chess. I would chess have never a, guessed. You know, chess, most people think of it's a nerd game or, or a highly brain-using game. game. But, oh, my gosh. I think that's funny. So this is where our... our um, our title for this week's episode what's in your cavities is the title for it because it's just so crazy deep deep inside deep and just to get away from something like that for a second for the last bit of it gay men are the canary in the coal mines of future pandemics warns a doc who a doctor who is seeking an hiv cure so the trial of a potential HIV cure is underway. Basically, what they're doing is using gene therapy. And yes, I read about this. Yeah, they're using gene therapy, and they're taking blood out, and then they're taking your white blood cells, and then they're adding to that. They're genetically modifying it 
to be uh, your T cells, which is a CD4 cell, a helper cell, and they're um, modifying that and then infusing that back into. Now, the, how they got this is because people that have leukemia, there have been people cure of it, cured right. of HIV, but they've had to have leukemia. and The bone marrow transplant. The bone marrow yeah. transplant. And you can't just bone marrow transplant anybody. So because of that, Incoming call for the great giant head. (laughs) Did you send me something? I did not. Oh, somebody else did that. I did not. But this story hit on my friend uh, Carrie has multiple sclerosis. Yeah. So this is one of the things that this will also work on, as well as lupus. Uh Uh-huh. How do you guys feel about this? I mean, being that, I mean, do you feel that it's a good thing to move forward? or? Oh, I think it's awesome. I think that the technology that's happening now, since they were able to reverse engineer the COVID vaccine, yes, that can work on so many different diseases that they already know the mechanisms. It's allowing them to learn how to reverse engineer things. Yeah. Right. They With this study, they've already started, um, what, with seven people, but they're now going up to a second phase of the study where they're going to be having out more people. And for those of us that have done studies, that's called phase two. Yes, phase two. And then phase study. three is when it gets into the general public, when they're doing more people that are that before it gets wide release. Right. Okay. So it's got a little ways to go, but it's, No hope. But it's got a lot of hope. A lot of hope, I think. I think it was fantastic. As soon as I saw it, I sent it to Carrie, because she's like, I already hit this on my feed, and I'm like, I just think it's fantastic. Uh huh. Mm hmm. This is so funny. Jose the the Jose the Emperor is texting me. What are you up to? Finishing my radio show. It's Tuesday, girl. <laughs> Lord, she pretty. <laughs> she <Yeah>. pretty. <laughs> That's just so funny. You pay me. That's all I want. She pay pr- me. Okay. Pay me for my gig this past Thursday, Friday. It was a long Thursday, Friday. Don't be funny with my money, honey, <laughs> to quote Beyonce. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, it's that time again. Oh, cavity. This has been another edition of Out Loud Orlando, the homo happy hour, the most unique radio show in the podcast heard of its kind remember to fight the good fights and always swing first we are one human family somewhat dysfunctional but still a human family fight the good fights always swing first i already said that justice is rolling just let justice roll life is way too serious to be taken seriously seriously remember if you see a semi-truck flipped over with adam and eve Get your things, honey. Go get you some. Get your things, honey. Stay away from the deodorant. Use it for what it's used for. We love you, and we will see you next Tuesday. Charisma, uniqueness, nerve, talent. Cavity, cavity, cavity. I wonder if that was secret. (laughs) Right guard. (laughs) 